we take being brand ambassadors pretty serious, Kev, don't we? We sure do, Pickle. Well, I guess that means that we got to mention something right now. This show is brought to you with the support of Michael Lynch's menswear from Brussels Street, Dundalk. Are you looking for a shirt, jeans, trousers, a suit, even a school uniform, a communion or a confirmation outfit? Well, you can get all of that in the one place right in the middle of town. So call in today. You know it makes sense. It's Michael Lynch's menswear. You need it. They got it. I'm king of the world. No, I'm not Jack from the Titanic. I am Kev. Hi, everybody. Woohoo! Is it 22? Two little ducks quack quack. No, 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 no. You have spent an hour trying to figure out this, but I was ready to go. Half seven, recording time. I was ready to go. Unfortunately, it's now half past eight, and we're already starting the podcast. We should be finished. Correct. Turned out. It could be the first or it could be the last tackle. It could be anything. Could be the last. And the biggest talking point in probably Europe this week has to be the, the effect of Christian Eriksen had on the world and his on-field collapse. Uh, I think it's a massive thing that's happened to people, kind of people wake people up again. I think the last time it's going to happen on a pitch was Mwamba that would have been seen in England. Uh, but I think, it was, I think it woke people up to actually the effects that could possibly happen during a football game. It could have happened anywhere. Uh, he was very lucky it happened on a pitch uh, because the medical team was literally on him within, within 30 seconds. They had him the CPR began and the defib came out and I saved his life really because he was he was the, the man the man was dead he was he was no longer with us uh, and they brought him back which was absolutely fantastic like people were talking about will he ever play football again the man's lucky to be alive so let's let's take it on that I think it is very important um, I am a first aider I was actually on a first aid course this week. Uh, once again, they had to do me refresher. And it is a massive thing. Like CPR is a huge part of what you can do even in the home, uh, in your office space. Everybody should learn how to do basic CPR. Now, I know people were talking, there was a lot of videos going out. You should be able to, anybody should be able to use a defibrillator. That isn't true. Okay. Don't you, like, 
yes, you can use it. It will talk you through certain points of how to use a defibrillator, and a defibrillator will talk you through your basic knowledge, but not exactly what you need to do with a defibrillator. So leave that to a first aider or a first responder, uh, unless it is life or death, not life or death, but unless you're the only one that can actually use it. Please be careful using it. Uh, it can kill yourself if you don't use it correctly. Uh, so just, but CPR, yeah, guys, learn CPR. Uh, do a CPR course. If you're a local club, put it on, do a CPR course. If anything happens, just do CPR because it could be your child, it could be your aunt, it could be your uncle, it could be mommy, your mom and dad, it could be anybody. Uh, but it, I think it showed up I think before the game tonight actually kicked off on ITV and UTV, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was the first ad of before the game. It was about CPR. Uh, so, yeah. What happened is, in six months, time people forget about it again. Uh, but I think it's vital that people get CPR training. As far, well, Peter Schmeichel came out and said, "Now I know the Schmeichels are a bit um, controversial at, at most of the times anyway, but Peter came out and said that the, the, the Danish team were told they'd lose, the game would go 3-0 against them if they didn't finish the game. Now, that could be a possibility. It could be the Schmeichels being the Schmeichels, uh, but I, I, you don't know what. You wait for are a bit of a... Um, they're anything. You could do. They could say anything, and they will say they didn't say it. A bit like Boris Johnson, uh, and is uh, use, useless. He's absolutely useless. It kind of WhatsApp. So be careful of your WhatsApp. If you text text the wrong person, they could easily come viral. Uh, but yeah, some. It was unbelievable to see it happen. Like it was. I was actually away for takeaway, and I started getting messages and videos coming up on my phone, and it was just mayhem, mayhem. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. But as well, people were saying they shouldn't have stayed on it. In my opinion, they should have stayed on it. I think they should have stayed on it because it highlights what actual CPR is and how scary it actually can be. Because in the heat of that moment, this is what actually, this is real life. Like it's, it's not 80 grand or 100 grand players playing football, this man was dead. He was just a normal human being. He was dead on a pitch and it brought him back to life. What would you, what would you rather, like, I know it could have went the other way and he could have been dead, but like, once his camera caught him and his eyes were wide open and he, I'm sorry, the man was dead. He was dead. He was clinically dead. Uh, so, yeah, it's great, it's great to see that. You see three kids, yeah. 
But there's a there's a lot around the dark area, you know, at the minute there's probably one in Bay State Pickle anyway. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's probably one at the shop or even one at the school. Um, but yeah, it, I think they're becoming more popular because clubs have to have them. Not clubs, sorry, clubs don't have to have them, but a lot of the clubs would have them, a lot of schools area would have them. See the the, the sun is coming in my Sunlight, so yeah. Well, I well, you you look like you put on your wife's fake tan. Let's be honest. Centropy. Your wife does not use Centropy. You she uses what do you call a cocoa brown. But I I know about my my products pickle. Like I think. They don't need to be done, they're not too bad, but I have no issue with admitting, as I told you before, I do look after my undercarriage and stuff like that, but I also get my eyebrows done, I think it's very important, I get, I get my eyebrows go quite grey, uh, so I do get my eyebrows tinted and um, threaded on a couple of weekly, uh, they were really bad during lockdown, uh, but I got there in the end, yeah, so I'm in now, I think I'm in again, again it's Friday to get them all done again. Yeah, I did. I was back in the office, uh, in my work office for a certain period of time for doing the first aid course. I had a PCR test done or an antigen test. That thing up your nose. That thing up your nose is not very comfortable. Uh, I must say, it does feel like somebody is. Let's say, you know, you can pick your pick your nose, but it was you know, if you stick a finger up too far, you'd feel like, you know, when you're kids, if you take your finger too far, you'd be picking your brain. That's pretty much is how it felt. It, and then she left it up there a very long time. A very long time was stuck up there. No, they have nurses there. There's no outside nurses in, which is great. Uh, and then they get, you get your test back within 15 minutes. So you get your results in 15 minutes. Very good. That's pretty cool. Well, maybe maybe that's why you won't get a tattoo because you can't give blood after for a certain period of time after you get a tattoo. So maybe that's why you, you should you should have put. So is that your excuse? So you want to use that as your excuse that you want to give blood more often so you can't get a tattoo? I'm after what I'm after seeing the I'm watching the, the footballers on in the background and Memphis Depay is after missing an absolute setter for Holland. Hey, just so you're aware of. 
I look quite well. I look quite well on camera, by the way. I know, I don't know. No, I look quite well. I like that. Oh, it's my question. It's the would you rather question. Right. I don't think I blast. Yeah. I don't think I've asked you this before. Maybe I did. Yes, you did. So unless so there must be eating fanny or sucking cock or chewing on cock to get the food. But if, well, there's a lot of pro there's a lot of protein in gins as we spoke about before. Uh, sorry, Dr. Cock has uh, so there's a lot of protein in gins. So unless a lot of these girls are just sucking and swallowing gins, well, fair play to you. Fair play to you. We can live off gins. Fair play. Oh, so, sorry, sorry. What was that? What was that word you just said? Say that again. It's bravo, bravo. Is this? I, I don't think I asked you this before, but would you rather sneeze every time you orgasm or orgasm every time you sneeze? Now you sneeze a lot, Pickle. Okay, you do you you're a big sneezer. So would you rather sneeze every time you orgasm or orgasm every time you sneeze? So you'll chase yourself every time you sneeze. But you sneeze a lot. But you be changing your you can be changing boxes at least four or five times a day, like. When I held your head down and punched your face. <laughs> on, on, just on a quick one, on boxer shorts, right? How often would you throw out your boxers? Like, how bad did I have to get for you to throw them out? Like, how many holes in your boxers would you have to get to throw them out? Like, 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 I had a pair of boxers at one stage, right? And literally, there was a hole underneath the ball sack. Like, now, it wouldn't, they didn't come through it, but they were sitting halfway on. And then my wife seen them one day, and she's like, after watching them, and she's like, these are going bin. They, they were my favorite. They were my favorite boxer shorts. So maybe that's why I, I kind of had a. I think you have a connection with boxer shorts sometimes that women don't understand. You always have, to, you have a favorite pair of boxers. You have a favorite pair of boxers. Your favorite bra. They do have a favorite bra. 
That's okay. So we, we'll be one week, we'll be nearly one week behind all the time. Perfect. We, what we, what we, we just said, so you said something there that I was going to mention. There was something about boxers. Bras! That's how he's going to talk bras. A lot of people are going braless at the minute. Seen an awful lot of women walk around with no bras on. Oh, he's nipples. No, I'm not knocking it. I'm kind of enjoying it. This summer weather, it's been going to be fantastic if it's going to carry on. But yeah, a lot of people are going braless. Now, they seem to be, I don't want to say, this doesn't sound bad, but younger, than, well, younger than our wives, okay, more or less in their 20s, seem to be going to an awful lot more braless. So again, fair play to these girls. Born in the Nordic. Yeah. On the noughties. There you go. Right. Pickle. Okay, go on. No, no, no. We're 37. Well, someone started an airplane, Pickle, this week. She was born in 2003. And that's weird. Why? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 2003. Mayhem. Yeah. So 2003, what would that, what would that make them? 2013. Yeah. Would you, would you go that young? <laughs> it is a first Zoom episode. Woohoo! That's, that's your wife said. First, we, we mentioned it last week. We were going to talk about 21st, your 21st stories. Oh! Sorry, Pickle, before you go on to that, we did get a story in this week, okay, from our, from our live show, one of the live shows. Let me just do it. This is Paul, okay, and Paul is from, not Carrick, where is that? Blaney, Castle Blaney. So Castle Blaney, Castle Blaney, he's from Castle Blaney, and he said, yeah, I was, where is this now? There we go. I was in Galway. In an Irish college, so not Ranafast. So this is a Ranafast. So this is what reminded me of Ranafast. I was in. Sorry, I an interrupting interruption. There we go. Yeah, I have. I was in Galway, in Irish school. I met in my. Sorry. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, the Ballantee. Ballantee's daughter came home from a uh, school. Sorry, not from school. From where? This fella can't write pickle. I. I can't read. So it's both of us, I got the sexy and he's a so does he. So the Ballantee's daughter came home from college in Dublin. She was trained to be a teacher. Me and her got on quite well throughout the three weeks I was there. On the second last night, we ended up going to the sitting room in the Ballantee's house and she gave me a tummy tank. Fair, fair fox to him. Fair fox to him. Yeah. Possibly the best tummy tank I ever had, but don't tell the wife that. Okay, so, so I should have really kept his, his name anonymous there, but I, I didn't. 
<laughs> so lo and behold, fast forward 20 years, sorry, fast forward, fast forward 20 years, and I'm sitting in my daughter's parent-teacher meeting, and lo and behold, who's a teacher? Only the Ballantee's daughter. She, has, she had moved from Galway all the way over to Castle Blaney, and now she's teaching me daughter. My wife knows nothing about the situation, and I don't think my teacher remembers it. The teacher remembers it either. But I remember it, and what a tummy tank it was. Well, fair plenty. Yeah. Backlash. Okay. Yeah. No. Twenty-first. Okay, so my twenty-first pickle, the Liz Do Arms on the Newry Road. We mentioned it loads of times before. Cracking night. Plenty of people there. People came over from college from England to me. Uh, we had a great night. A lot of drinking. A lot of drink. A lot of drink happens at twenty-first pickle. And Huron. My DJ was is a chef. Isn't he? A, he's, a, he's a chef, and you know a lot of chefs. And he's a gay chef. <laughs> he used to be a straight chef. Now he's a gay chef. Fair play to him. Yeah. See, a lot of drink. See, I think when you're 21, your parents are there. Well, my parents, parents are there. Other people are there. Aunts and uncles are there. And you're usually you're quite respectful in front of your family, especially say family weddings or whatever. But 21st, you're allowed, you're allowed to go a little bit, a little bit mad, okay? And you're not even at your own 21st. And everybody's 21st. You kind of go a bit nuts. Like your sister's 21st. Pick a white dress up as, what do you call them? When you did poo. I do a lot of stupid things at, at, at 21st address. I, I like dressing up. But for my own one, I think I end up having my head shaved because two weeks before that, me and one of the lads were playing Pro Evolution in Chester. And I, the forfeit for losing the game was I had a Mac tree in my head. So I Mac treat my head. So when I came back home from the 21st, it was very short. Uh, very, very short. I thought I was kind of torn into, remember your man from Prison Break, the fellow from, from Loud Village? From Loud Village. No, Loud Village. Yeah, Loud Village. I thought I was kind of torn into him, but I really wasn't. Uh, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Ah, I've got a bit of a bigger Mickey than him. It's okay. Um, I, and that's what I remember on my 21st. But, like, the mangleness. And then you have the after party. I end up, we end up going back to oh, the girl I was seeing at the time, her friend's house. I think we went back to her house, and we drank a bit of dry there as well. 
it does it maybe i don't think so maybe it is you, that's right and then you try you try you try to you try to see you see her after that you try to get my sloppy seconds after that You're afraid. I told you before, I never did it. Oh yeah, you 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 took a you took a shine to her, didn't you, Pickle? None of us. None of us was not impressed. No, she's married. She's a child now. The whole lot, yeah, yeah, all good. But, but it's like, well, you're married and you've got two kids, so hypothetically. I don't know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cousin. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> D D David, if you're listening, send Pickle your number, will you? I came home the week before and got really, got really, got really stuck into the girl that, that uh, I ended up with. The, with my, really turned turned it on, the charm on at that stage, uh, and then um, that was then I ended up going back to Chester probably a few days later. And see, my birthday is on Paddy's Day, so we couldn't have it Paddy's Day, and then we couldn't have the week after because I think that was Easter. So I think it ended up being on April Fool's Day, actually, my 21st. But no. Yeah. 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 See, so I flew back to Chester, and I wasn't fine fucking back home again because I couldn't afford it. To your 21st, because I missed your 21st. Where was yours on? But that's right. It was a secret 21st. Yeah, because your sister came and Rowena came and told me it was your 21st. Yeah. So it wasn't my fault I didn't show up. It just, I, I wasn't given enough notice. That's, yeah. Right. Okay.
Giovanna. Party poppers and stuff like that, yeah. Which one, Rowena? Okay. It's from Logan. Logan. What county is Lo what county is Logan in Pickle? Is it? Market, market hell. See, see, we didn't read Northern Frank of that in your day. Don't say market, market hell, market hell, boy. Protestant family. Yeah. Yeah, probably two weeks. That's all I was given was two weeks. Toby said we said we don't we weren't going to say second names. Well, remember, remember the thing, 21 kisses. Remember 21 kisses, you had to do 21 kisses. Who was your 21st kiss to remember? My grandmother was my 21st kiss. God rest her soul, she was my 21st kiss. Um, what else do you remember 21st? 21st, I'll give you a story about 21st. About the 21st I was in, uh, ask even. It was my cousin's 21st, it was on again in the Liz Do. Uh, and what we did is, we were, after it was a lot of drinking, a lot of stuff was going on at the 21st. It was getting a little bit fucking antsy anyway. Past no mouse, I kind of calmed myself down. But we were leaving, leaving the Liz Do Arms. And I became, not the black sheep of the family, but I'd be a bit different than most of them, okay? Well, that, they kind of all turned into me anyway in the end, so it's okay. Uh, and we were coming down the stairs, and my grandfather was behind, behind me. My father's father was behind me. Um, and they nice and slow. So I walking for them, making sure in case he fell down the stairs. And some stick behind him was saying, hurry up, old man. Hurry up, old man. Go down the stairs. For fuck's sake, old man, hurry up. So I, I kind of sped up a little bit so I could get down to the bottom of the stairs. And I took exception 
to my grandfather being called an old man. So I kind of roughed him up a little bit. I'm not a vibrant man, but I roughed him up a little bit. And then the ref, he said, like, Kevin, no, don't be running the 21st, don't be running the 21st. And then I explained what had happened. And then we all took, took exception to this mention of my grandfather being old. So he got a bit of a, I think he got a bit of a swollen nose, uh, or so swollen nose that evening. It's respect your elders, you little prick. If I, if I ever seen, if I did see again, I'd be an awful hiding. Uh, because my family wouldn't be around. He was old, but you don't say, hurry up, old man. Like, my kids would think I'm old. Our kids think we're old, but we're not old. Or like yeah, it's a, yeah. I fuck you, man. Yeah. I, I'm I'm your I'm your dad, you dickhead. I fuck your mom. I fuck your mom that hard. I'm near your dad. I came so much in. I came in your mother's mouth so deep that I'm near your father. I came in your. I, I came in. Your, I came in your mom's. <laughs> Go away. That's a long trek for 24. Just snugg snuggling into it. Walking. Walking or oh, okay. Disappeared. So lesbians. Oh yes. There's nothing better than a lesbian story. No were, were the lesbians or they just told you they were lesbians? Class. Happy to, I'll have a wank with that when I go back to the room. I probably kids, yeah. You never know if a wife's decided to get rid of us, you never know. Announced the announcement was made during the week. Laura Whitmore, Ian Sterling, Love Island is back nine o'clock or nine thirty on the twenty eighth of June. So not long to wait. Only what eleven days to go. The, the, the contestants flew into Mallorca I think yesterday, so they're quarantining now for ten days, and then we're going to go live on Love Island, baby. I'd love to do Love Island. 
we talked we talked about this i think many times before we even did, did this podcast and we said we were never going to mention my audition for big brother but yes i auditioned for big brother and uh, my audition was when i lived in england uh, i auditioned to uh, in the manchester auditions uh, so yeah i auditioned there uh, very strange auditions you see a lot of strange things at big brother auditions <laughs> Well, I, I end up meeting the winner. My The winner was there. Uh, there was two other people that was on the show. Was at the, it was Anthony from, I think, Newcastle won it. it was a, I think Craig, the gay guy, was trying it on with him all the time in the house. But yeah, Anthony won it that year. McCosey, yeah. Yeah, and there was another one. Kinga, remember Kinga did the bottle? Stuck the bottle up off. Who uh, She was there. She was at that. There was another one uh, in the show. I think she arrived in a in a Union Jack dress, but also so it was a kind of a blue Union Jack dress in the show. But in the addition, she had a white one, and I seen a hoo ha there as well. Uh, so yeah, but my addition, fucking prick. So the queue, the queue, as you go into, so you're queuing outside and you go inside. Okay, so you go inside. And they're kind of separate into groups. Uh, so my group had this group of six people, uh, and we're all kind of different, all very different. There was one fellow that's seven foot tall, ginger, and he was wearing a Michael Jackson glove, right? So this is what he was wearing. And so you're asked questions. You're asked questions about who. And I remember the state we used to that. I'm like, you fucking dickhead. You look like a knob. Uh, and you know, Anthony was in the other group, so that was fine. So. Your man says to the big tall lanky string of shit, why why should what stands out about you? It's like, well, uh, people look at me and think I'm really cool and think I'm really different uh, and think uh, I'm unique. I'm like, so I, it came to me, why me? So I, I lobbed the knob out, right? Because it's what I do. It is unique. And I was like, hang on the fuck, this bar is out of saying is unique. People don't look at him because you're unique. People look at you because you think you're a dickhead. Because you're wearing a Michael Jackson glove, you're seven foot tall and you're ginger. You think you're a dickhead. That's why. And then you get, if you put the sticker on you, you go through. So you get, I got a sticker. So I go through to the next round. So, the, no, you put it on your chest, put it on your chest. So, you, people leave through one door, you went to another door, and then the big hall opens up. So another hall opens up. And my sticker is there, happy days. So put into a group. So you had to put into a group of, say, a scenario that you took place in the Big Brother house. You had to pretend you're in the Big Brother house. So that was okay. So I was then with Anthony, who won the show. Uh, and this is how you got on with him. And we pretend to be, uh, it was a winning contestant. Anthony was actually the voiceover guy, the Newcastle voiceover guy. Some girl was the winner. Some person was on the video. Some person was doing something. And I was, the I was came second. So I came second in the audition, in the in the show, and I lose it. So I lost that I didn't win, and that was fine. So I got through. Anthony got through. So in we went. And you ever see Big Brother when you had the big number on you, and you're talking to the the more or less you're talking to the screen, and you're more or less the producers ask you questions. So that's the part I got to uh, to talk to them there, did me interview, and I got a phone call a couple of weeks later to say, come to London. Uh, come to London and 
talk about to see what happened. So I went to London, uh, and I knew this was kind of the. We're getting close to numbers here. We're getting close to who's going to be on the show. So I was like, okay, right, Kevin. So you had another interview with the producers. I think it was just more or less to make sure you're fucking sane, uh, even though most of the people that year were not sane. Um, Passed no marks, didn't think any more of it, didn't get through. I was sent home. So they were like, okay, there, there may be people going in in a, couple, in a week or two. Uh, please be ready to come to London again. So I think two weeks later, I got a phone call again. Come to London, ASAP. I'm fucking in Chester. Fuck's sake. Don't worry. The train's paid for. Come to London. Okay, so end in London. In this, I don't know what the hotel was. It was outside London. Um, into the hotel, and you weren't allowed to leave the room. You had to stay in the room. Um, and you were told, okay, here's these gift voucher kind of things. So they were left in your room. If we give you the call, here you go. Okay. I think you can. I mean, you, you had... You brought clothes with you in case you wanted to, but it all had to be generic. You couldn't have names or brands on the market and stuff. It was more or less pennies. Here we go. Okay, Primark. So happy out. So I thought I was going to be in the show. And I was like, I'm going to be in the show. I'm going to be in the show. I'm going to be. Because I knew there was one Irish on the show at that stage already. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'll be the glorified Irish person. And then I heard a knock on the door, and it was next door. And he was taking, he was taking the show. He, and he ended up taking money during the show. It was the first time you could take the money during the show. So he took 10 grand and you could hear a few doors down somebody else and you hear, deadly day, deadly day, I'm on the show, I'm on the show. And I was like, fuck, there's the Irish one. So that was Orla, Orla something some from up the north. She'd fake, fake, yeah, big fake teddy. So I think, see, no wonder she got on the show. So then I headed back to Chester and I wasn't on the show. So I just watched it. It was a great show. Okay. Was it? 21 years ago. Big one. Tommy. Belfast, yeah. Okay. A dorm kind of a dorm kind of area, yeah. Yep, kind of black kind of uh, mixed race. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
You did hold on that. You just stop up. You just you just said you shifted a guy that got a boner in red shorts. That's what you just said. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was I shifted a guy who got a bone on a pair of red shorts. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I couldn't believe I got that far. But like then it was like, oh my god, I should have. Why didn't I do something different? But then it was like, ah, oh, you just enjoy the show. No, I think my life would have completely been different. If I had have been on the show, because who knows what I would have done? But I would have done anything on that show. Really, if anybody would have done that, like I would have done a porno. I would have done a porno by now. Let's be honest. I would have done a porno. I would have definitely. Maybe in a strip porno, but it'd be the porno. Exactly. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah. And did you, did you, do you watch Love Island? Well, like, but even, but even like the Strictly. Do you watch Strictly? See, see this is where this is where you're going wrong. What? BBC? No, that's that's celebrity. No, it's, yeah, it's not celebrity. Come dine with me. That wouldn't be that. And do nice. <laughs> uh, Dancing on Ice. That's Dancing on Ice. No, Strictly's on BBC with Tess Daly. Watch a pickle. This is see. Women love this show, right? And women love Love Island. So it's an excuse to pelve at young ones in skirts and dresses. It's it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. Let's go out. Yeah, because we were. We were watching. I think was that the time Johnny was with us as well. I think it was. Yeah, so we, we were sitting in the room watching Strictly come dancing. We were a bit tired after watching going to the game. We were like, we'll just stay here. And we're like, it looks a bit bad if we, the three blokes sitting, sitting in the room watching Strictly come dancing for the rest of the season. But yeah, that was, no. I have no idea how long, I, don't, I have no idea how long this is on. It's fabulous. Because I even robbed some of your leftover deck and pickle.
Yes. The whole the whole show pickle, not even a little bit of it. The whole, every last bit of it. And we forgot a lot of topics that even come up. Uh, it's very annoying. People, you don't understand how much effort we go into making a fucking podcast. Uh, so just before pickle, share the fucking show uh, because it's very important that we've got big news coming. Uh, uh, a lot of interviews coming up uh, probably from next week on. Uh, Yeah, we have uh, we have coming up. I'll give you a bit of a clue. Uh, he used a magic sponge for the Irish team. He'll be coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, shortly, he, he, very good with his hands. Uh, probably better than I am with my hands. So big shout out to him that he'll be coming on in the next couple of weeks. I have to get in touch with him again to make sure he's available. Uh, and pickle, we've got uh, a mental health. Yeah. Righteousness, righteousness. Just go down and give her one, Pickle. Just go down and give her one. Well, if TV doesn't work, I'm not, I'm not re-recording. We'll just have a week without the podcast. Well, if you had a tongue with us, I would have come up with a question. Okay. Right, it is pickle. Question time. Yeah, question time. Okay, so if I leave the meeting, if I as I said, leave the meeting, if I leave the podcast, do you know why? Now, pickle, I don't ruin our friendship, okay? We, we 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 know there's a lot of rules within the podcast, so let's just stick to them. Probably, the trouble is, right, you can see my face. That is the issue. No. No, see, no, no, I never had, no. Yeah. What, what is, what, what would you consider? Oh, oh that's, that, I like that word. That is one of, that is one of my favorite words, ointment. It just sounds nice, ointment. Like, a lot of words people don't like, people don't like the sound of the word moist. 
not a big fan of moist. Yeah. But ointment is a nice word. It's kind of, it's gentle. You know you'd be looked after with ointment. No, that's oink. I never thought of it, and I didn't think this would come up. Um, what age were you when you first touched a lady? Sorry, we did like we do like friends. I think Chanda was nineteen when you first started. Yeah, when was the first age? What age were you when you first touched a girl's boob? Nope, on purpose. No, no, not, not accidentally on purpose, like when you rub off someone. But I didn't mean when you actually give it a wax on, wax off. Okay. And you know, and you know, and you know who she was. Was your wife? Okay, mine's not. Mine's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how could you forget that? It's just a, a big memory. Like there's a big, it's a big, um, I don't know, it's just, I don't know, it's not a statement or a statue. It's a big um, step outside. Inside. Yeah, mine was in a field. In a nightclub. Love it. Love it. Fair play. I, I almost got fi I almost got fired for one of those. Just so you know, I told that another day too. I'm forgetting one. No, I wasn't even a hand job to anybody. That'd just be weird. Okay. I think we have to because otherwise I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, so guys, if, if there's if there is any companies out there that do want to get us, uh, give them a shout out, uh, please get in touch. Uh, we'll give you an advert. We, we we ask for something in return so we can give it away. We do a competition. Uh, so if there's any of these out there that or you just know somebody that would be interested in that, pass on our details to them, and then we'll be able to hook up, hook up with them and hopefully sort out something with with the competitions. Not right, pickle. We're going to have to come up, come up with something, something to put around the town, Pickle, as well. I know uh, our, our mate, uh, Mr. Keenan, has stickers and stuff like that, but I'd like a poster. 
I had like a post or an advert in the middle of town or something like that, like a like a like an A4 sticker we can put up in each each local business that we did. Um, no. Yeah, and we and we have to get back on to the the pharmacists and the chemists to see a bit. Yeah. Sorry, the, the condom hardship pickle, condom hardship. Let's give it its proper title. How many times have we done it now? Three times, a full recording twice, I think it was. I, I, I'm always Little Spoon. I'm always Little Spoon. Well, if I was a big spoon, you, you'd, be in, you'd be in trouble, like. That's it. It's done and dusted, Pickle. I'm not doing any more of it. Listen, just listen. You mightn't have listened before, but listen fucking now. Share the show. Simple. Just share the show. And, and for all the girls watching tonight, that's for you. <laughs>